the relationship's already fallen apart. We're actually live. All right, welcome back to the podcast. (laughs) It's been a couple of weeks, um, so sorry for that, but we've been very busy, but you know, everyone's busy, so not really an excuse. We should try and be better. We should. We always say that. Yeah. Well, anyway, we're going to try and be better, but words, words. Anyway, so welcome back to another episode of BD Radio. We've got some good questions this week, actually. We've also got some exciting updates. So as we sit right now on the 21st of October, it's looking like, and who knows if this actually happened, but because the 70% vax date came forward, it's looking like as a result of that, the 80% vax will also come forward. So we are hoping for potentially cup week opening, which is just, that was a chef's kiss. Can't wait. New gym, <laughs> the grand opening that of all openings that has been strung out beyond belief. Um, yeah, so after 70 days of looking at this nice new gym, we will be able to train clients inside of it, and that is exciting to us. That is amazing. Hopefully it's exciting to you guys that you can get to come and train in it. But, yeah, so there's that. Hi, Dan. Thanks. My partner, Dan, here. How are we? R- relationships falling apart, as you heard, but we're still partners at this stage. Who knows? Next episode. <laughs> um, ah, other announcement. Teens program. Yeah. This is something that we've been talking about for a long time. Um, we had the Ninja Warrior class, and that was really fun. And we had to stop that um, because of COVID and everything. We stopped. No, we stopped that before COVID. We just didn't have the it, capacity. Yeah, it was the term. Yeah. We did stop it before COVID. Was it a term one we stopped it? Yeah, we, um, that's right. We had too many PTs. Yeah. We had a heap of PTs and it just wasn't feasible to be able to run it again. We did have designs on bringing it back, but obviously the lockdown. Designs. Yeah, designs. Yeah, <laughs> no, I know. I Fancy pants word, no? No, that's not r- the right word at all. Yeah. I don't think so. Did pretty well at English. Okay. <laughs> no, um, we were hoping to bring it back, but not at this stage. It's going to be a little bit hard with the numbers, and we're not quite sure of the density and everything. And honestly, I don't want to do a deep clean every Monday. You know, kids touch everything. We know that. But teens, we feel, are easy to manage. We also feel like probably a little bit um, easy to coach. Well, as not well. that. It's well, like not only that, but probably more willing participants to coach. Yeah, hang on. Ben's thinking Sorry. about himself as I've, usual. I've had to, I've had two coffees. I'm feeling as usual. Now. It's all about Ben. But the reason why this actually came about is everyone we've been speaking to in the community. Um, it sounds like teens are probably struggling the most at the moment, given the current climate um, and the restrictions and. Yeah, it's really important to us. Like, it's been hard for us to hear, you know, our people that are close to us, our clients, their kids struggling. I was chatting to our neighbour recently um, who they have teenage children as well and they were just talking about the impact um, that all of this has had on Mm. them. Um, Also, we've had inquiries from strangers in regards to teens um, wanting to get their children in. Like, people are willing to pay for personal training for their children Mm. um, because they think that that would assist them and we would like to make a small difference if we can yeah absolutely um and we feel like yeah that would best best serve the community at the moment yeah it's sort of like something that we've wanted to do being sped up by just all of that and it's just like this is the right time let's launch into it yeah and i know from my own experience you know that my 
cousins are at that age now where they're kind of you know like can i train with you can you teach me stuff and you're like how do i do this and it's sort of you know like i know from my own experience i I got into the gym at 15 years old and i wish there had been something other than men's health to teach me how to you know like exercise and what matters and what not and you know so just all that sort of stuff like we really hope that we can be a good resource not only for you know our regular clients but also for their kids on you know like trying to help them experience all the benefits that you know strength training and fitness has to offer really yeah exactly like we see the benefit in our own children who are um a little bit younger a little bit (laughs) (laughs) yep okay sorry guys had a little bit of a technical difficulty but we're back but we're back and we were talking about how we've noticed the positive impact of you know like this movement with our own kids yeah and how they you know like to do that they take it upon themselves to do that without us kind of promoting it now so like quite often william and mia will grab our phones and start recording like exercise videos and that oh kind of yeah thing, which we often post for you guys because we find it quite entertaining <laughs> whether or not that's a good thing remains to be seen they're both social media charlatans at the moment oh, aren't they um but yeah so ho- hoping that we can um yeah, help the teen community kind of come out of this difficult time would, would be great. Yeah, and, I, you know, like extrapolating beyond the last 18 months, like it's such a formative time in like how they view themselves, how they, you know, like their own changes in the body and all that sort of stuff and so much of what, you know, like so much of what they take in media-wise and, you know, like what they value is like we spend a lot of time as adults trying to undo that, you know, like that it's not all about how I look, that it's not about achieving a certain, you know, like physique or goal or I need this or I need that. And, you know, that it's just more about celebrating movement and what you can do and, you know, like... And how it makes you feel. Yeah, exactly. That's, you know, so hopefully we can um, really try and get the kids in and, you know, help them see that and really try and build some positive habits and you know like mindset like mindset cues and just all that sort of stuff you know so yeah we're really excited about that actually anyway moving on moving on we will have more details on that as the week progresses we'll um definitely let you guys know about openings there yep first question that we had i'm just trying to think do we have any other news no if it comes to me i'll say it (laughs) first question you foods or ready-made meals as an option for time poor folk not not as an all the time option but what are your thoughts sure i my, yeah. my i feel like they answered the question in the question yeah yeah so my opinion on any type of convenience food is like what are you trying to achieve like are you trying to just have a regular dinner because um, i think people often get confused when it comes to eating food that they do not prepare themselves. Would you agree with that? You've made me laugh because, like, it's the most annoying question. uh, It's the most annoying answer in the world, but it's the answer that good nutrition coaches should give is the, well, it depends, is, like, the first thing. Like, context is everything. Yep. So, you know, what are you looking... What meal are you looking to replace? Like, is this, okay, I'm short on time... I, I don't have time to get dinner, so instead of going through Macca's drive-thru, I'm getting U-Foods. Hell yeah, that is a better option. Tick. 
Um, tick, tick, tick. That's fantastic. Good or, choice. Or is it, I do have time, but I'm being a little bit lazy. I could cook for myself a better meal, but I just fall back on that because it's there. Yeah. Um, so always having options available to you. <laughs> I can see all, all our nutrition clients, or mine especially, would be laughing right now. What is available to you? Mm. Like that is a pretty good option to have in the freezer, in the fridge, ready to go. Um, that's not going to put you in a bad place in terms of like calorically or mentally because that is a big, that plays a huge role in all the nutrition decisions we make is how we actually feel about them. Mm. Um, so yeah, having options available to you that are good, that's all, what we're always looking to do. So for example, if you used to have something in your fridge available to you that was pre-prepared but it was a meat pie for example that's a convenience option that's available in your freezer and four you, and 20 yeah and then you decide oh no instead of having the meat pies available to me i'm going to actually get some of those you foods again that is a little bit better that's yeah. what we're looking for improvement that's great good choice yeah i think um sometimes with nutrition habits and behaviors we can get a little bit carried away by like trying to improve our best you know like if it's already good how can i make it slightly better where it's like if we just sort of flip it around and try and raise our floor a little bit then like that's where the improvement is really there to be made yeah just where so like this like the question was you know is is it a good option well i don't know where this person's currently at like, I don't know who, who this person is. I do. And okay. yes, it is an okay option. Okay. Yeah. Um, that, that's what we're looking at. Whereas some people tend to go from meat pie to, oh my goodness, I need to prepare five salads in the fridge. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, you know, you don't need to go to those extremes. What's a little bit better than the meat pie? The you foods, hell. Yeah, yeah. that's great. Yep. Would you choose you foods if you were struggling and you needed a ready-made option? Me? Yep. Probably not. What would you choose? Because that's sort of the back-ended half of the question is like, what would you guys choose? Okay, so with us, like, we are very structured. We eat pretty much 99 point what percent of home-cooked meals. Like, oh, yeah, we, yeah, we, yeah. We don't well, actually... we had takeaway pizza on Friday night, and I reckon that's the second time we've had it this year. We would typically make them ourselves. Yeah. Not because we don't like takeaway pizza, but because we really like our homemade ones. So why would we get other ones? Yeah. Um, we, we don't eat out a lot. If we were to go a takeaway option, our, our go-to is generally like charcoal chicken. Yeah, or like I Greek. Say. Yeah. Um, yeah, not as a convenience food. Nah. Like, so this person is like talking a treat. about... Yeah, yeah like so a like Tuesday. A cheat meal would probably go Greek. Yeah. Um, but like if Tuesday oh, yeah, 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 and yeah. we had no time... Charcoal chicken for sure. And we're rushing around and, you know, the kids are hungry, we would get a chicken. Yep. Um, I think for me... And, I'll not, and not chicken and chips, sorry, I'll just add. Chicken we, and we would veggies get chicken and salad. Chicken and yeah. veggies and salad or chicken. Um, yeah, so try and keep it as in line as what we'd eat before cooking. For me, I wouldn't choose you foods purely because like I've seen some of the options and it just wouldn't be enough food for me. So yeah, I was about I'll, to say that. Yeah, as well. I would need either two of the you foods and all of a sudden it becomes a $25 meal and I'm like, I could probably do without that. Um, I would probably also choose a higher protein option like a My Muscle Chef and they're everywhere as well. So yeah. I would I would go for that. Yeah, with, yeah, pre-prepared stuff. Um, but at the end of the day as well, you know, and this comes back to the, as a once in a, once a fortnight, once a week max convenience option, is it going to kill me to have a little bit less protein and calories with a meal? Probably not. Like, it's okay. So, you know, 
yes, they are a decent option. We've talked about it for long. It's like, yeah, not bad, not bad. Um, Shall we move on? Yes. What are your thoughts on the effectiveness of supplements like glucosamine and magnesium to help with lingering injuries, niggles in joints and muscles so we can still train? Mm. Any other recommendations? Mm -mm -mm. Um, Yes, supplementation is an interesting one. With anything, I don't think people... We talk about consistency a lot, don't we? Well, it's in the name. In training, nutrition, everything. Same goes for supplementation. Like, especially when it's joint-related, you need to – whatever you try, you need to give it a good amount of time to see the effects it has on your body and how you are feeling Mm. after that supplementation. Um, And, look, I would research each individual product and – I know I used to give um, our dog glucose, um, not glucose, jeez, I can't even talk now, glucosamine because he used to have um, joint issues. And a lot of the reading I did around that um, was that, you know, you're not going to see any benefit from it um, before three months. Yeah. Okay. So whatever it is that you're looking to improve, make sure you do your research around it and make sure you give it the time required to mm. see if it is actually giving you the benefit of. Just like training. Yeah. 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 So that, again, consistency, consistency, consistency. It's huge. I think with that as well, and like supplements are obviously just a billion dollar industry. Like they're so popular. And I think all too often they're used as a band aid for other stuff that we could do first like if you ask me what would be more effective like having a tablet of glucosamine with every meal or you know figuring out that squats is actually what hurts my knees and probably not squatting as much well like obviously you would not squat as much like you can't you can't kind of supplement your way around an injury it's just not how it works in regards to injury management like you know yeah, I don't know. I'd, I'd be looking at other stuff like my recovery, like the technique of my exercises, you know, like like um, potentially adding some more mobility and like rehab geared exercises into my program before I started looking at fish oil and glucosamine and other stuff like that. Well, I think so. We're very different like that though. But like, also, I'm not you, saying it doesn't help, but I'll, I would look at other stuff first and then the supplements would very much be a thin layer of icing on the cake. Okay. Well, I was yeah. about to say, you know, do you need to go back to that professional that diagnosed you three years ago? Probably. Do you know yeah. what I mean? So, like, re- revisit where you're at. Like, do you require surgery? Like, is it something yeah. that requires a different course of action? Um, definitely investigate all those options available to you. I just think it's one of those things. And obviously this is completely in like, this is completely dependent on the person and their actual injury because no injuries are the same. So like, um, my knee, for example, I could have fish oil every day, but that probably wouldn't help as much as not squatting so heavy and taking my time with quads exercises and just sort of taking a more tailored approach to my training. Have you have you tried that or you just... I have a couple of times. Probably not as consistently, consistently as you would like. I know because I can see the fish oil tablets still up in the cupboards. Well, so. here's the thing. So... That I tr- you told me to buy. No, yeah. I try and leave them out so I remember to have them. And old Daniele oh, over here, here keeps putting them away. She wants me to have a sore knee. <laughs> that's what I've decided because it slows me down a little bit. Your daughter so gets up. into the tablets. Oh, my God, she does. She wants a vitamin. <laughs> <laughs> but 
you know like <laughs> supplementing in general helpful but it's that last couple of percent you know like there's things we can do before and you know even then on top of that it needs to be done for a long time before you start to notice any real kind of benefits like it's it's not that quick fix that i think a lot of people oh, turn to it's yeah. definitely not a quick fix yeah but it i do think it does it, provide people with a great placebo that puts them in a great place to make better decisions in which the argument can be made that it actually is really helping as well so yes i do agree um you just want to be careful that you're not putting the cart before the horse that's all you know like if i want to smash my body but it's okay because i'm going to have a glucosamine tablet with my dinner like it's not it's not really how it works you know i need to go to bed i need to stretch i need to do all that stuff next question oh actually and and the back end of that question any other recommendations to help with lingering injuries and niggles i mean we sort of covered it a little bit actually diagnosing the issue you know what we've covered it we can move on (laughs) i would love to hear your thoughts on bone broth including whether it is really as healthy and nutritious as it is sold to be what's it good for what are the nutritional benefits oh i love this question so much marketing 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 yeah um so obviously everyone that produces a product they want to sell it and they want to make money all right i don't think anybody i know needs to worry about drinking bone broth for not initially what about me you could try drinking a bit more water (laughs) we've just learned that i don't take my fish oil (laughs) 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 we worry about that before i get into the bone broth like you could drink more water before i'd recommend for you to drink bone broth yeah that's right there's not there's not too many of our clients where i'm like you know what like everything else is a tick let's nail some bone broth but it's definitely it's definitely healthy probably just not as healthy as it's marketed to be but that's everything like with every health food supplement you should take a healthy amount of skepticism into like reading the marketing absolutely so bone broth um it like it is great for your guts yeah (laughs) Yeah, and for gut health yeah um immunity as well obviously immunity because anything to do with your gut then has the the link to immunity yeah um but there's also a lot of like you'll notice with marketing it may help this it may benefit this it may like well they're also not legally allowed to make concrete statements like that so hashtag herbalife if you're listening (laughs) enjoy that lawsuit anyone looking you know say say you do have gut issues Mm. the first thing i'd do is look at the processed foods you're consuming yeah like don't worry about the bone broth yeah the bone broth might help but again it's the same as the last question where it could be a bit of a band-aid on a bullet wound like cart before the horse yeah like have a look at what you're currently doing what could you do to benefit your gut health bone broth is at the end where you've done everything that's in your power you're taking it from 95 to 99 percent yeah yeah when we talk about gut health as well it's often you know it's not it's not always what we're taking in as well like it um nutritionally like it can be external sources like work stress too much training not like there's stress is huge on stress is massive on gut health you know like not sleeping enough you know so managing stress through you know more sleep exercise meditation just your general hobbies can have a like and i would probably argue without the science i hate to be one of those it may people but like it would probably have a larger impact on your gut health than having a glass of bone broth every day 
And, you know, things like we're just talking about the same thing with the supplements, like that placebo effect. If the thought of drinking bone broth makes you want to vomit, not, you know, not, yeah, yeah. not for you. Yeah. If the thought of drinking bone broth makes you feel good, oh, I'd, I'd, like I wouldn't mind a cup of warm bone broth in the morning. Like mm. to me, that's not something horrific. Mm. That's w- quite Well, easy. we know what you used to drink in the morning, <laughs> my God. <laughs> that would be quite easy for me to consume. I could enjoy it. You could drink sheep's blood and it would be easy for you to consume after that was, ACV rubbish. If it was good for me, yeah. I would. Um, Lots of people use it to cook rice in as well, don't they? Yeah, like, like add, add it in. to your cooking, like yeah. whatever. You don't need to like look at the person on Instagram who has a litre of bone broth every morning and then has a litre of... Don't you know that's why their skin's so good? ...of water with lemon in it. And Certainly it needs not to the be exactly 70 degrees. Like, yeah. like, don't get caught up in all of that. Yeah. Um, just look at that, you know, okay, well, I'm not feeling great at the moment. What can I do to help myself feel better? Mm. It's probably not bone broth. No, but it's still healthy. It'll still help, but it's the same as everything. It's not the miraculous cure that no, sometimes no we cure. want things to be. Yeah. I feel like we just, like, we're such Debbie Downers on everyone's questions. Like, will this help? And we're like, sort of, maybe not as much as you think, but, you know, like, pretty good. So it's like so much of it is just everything playing a role and, you know, improving by 5% in every aspect. So trying to go to bed a little bit earlier you know exercising for 20 minutes more every day in the form of a walk you know trying to have some vegetables with every meal like all that sort of stuff will have a bigger impact than these kind of really focused efforts on one thing yep and in saying that i didn't get much sleep last night and am i a little bit shorter today i feel like you're the cranky one yeah but that's most of the time this is good because you often play the character on this where you're like, oh, you know, I'm Dan. And then, like, often by the time it's like, you know, I'm Dan, I'm happy-go-lucky, like, all good. And I'm the one who's like, oh, fucking Herbalife and this. Oh, now I'm swearing on the podcast. Oh, my got, goodness. Now, now it's going to be MA50. No, but, like, realising the impact of your action. So, like, last night I didn't get as much sleep as I'd usually get. And, like, today I am feeling, like, a little bit tired. Like, I could have an extra coffee. I could. Yeah. You know, if that's the worst thing I do, I guess I'm all right. (laughs) Look at you. Like, do I need an extra coffee? I know. What time? People out there with their eyes hanging out like, oh, my God. Um, And what time did you go to bed? For all those people who are like, oh, she must have been up quite late. What time was it? 11. No, what time did you go to bed? Not what time did you fall asleep? No, well, I fed Harry at, like, quarter to 11. So... Mm. Might have been a bit earlier than that. I think she's putting a bit of mayo on. Might have been 10.30. Probably was 11. I think I was asleep before. <laughs> I definitely fell asleep when you were feeding Harry. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it was like that's late for us. Like I generally go to bed at 9. Mm. So, yeah. Just on fitness marketing, I mean, and this is in general as well, like we all kind of know this, but there's so much emotion attached to fitness marketing just based on like, you know, no one no one feeling really great about every everything in their life decides to go on a diet you know like we know that but it's sort of hard not to be swayed by like just something that seems too good to be true if it seems too good to be true it is you know like but it's also it's never as bad as it seems either like it can turn around pretty quickly especially health wise like you can do a couple of positive things for your health that put you in a good mood good vibes and you're off to the races how surprised are you like people that like went talking about 
you know, everyone's kind of looking for that magic pill. So, like, when we talk, like, bone broth mm. and that kind of thing, it's like, how many people do you know that when they have a cold, they'll go to the chemist and get codrel? It's like, how about, like, you go to bed a little bit earlier, make sure you, you know, take in a little bit more vitamin C because, that, like, that'll help you. Like, drink, you know, when you have a headache, everyone yeah. goes straight for paracetamol instead of... A glass of water by my, itself first. My argument for that is though, like, why are you surprised? Just flick on the telly and there's some like black and white it's ad where the lady's that's, like that's, holding her yeah. head, like no, ooh, this, ooh, 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 and then she has a cudgel on its all colour. This is my point. Yeah. It all comes back to marketing, and we don't realise all the information that's fed to us so regularly. Mm. Um, we don't actually watch my. We don't watch any paid television, do we? Oh, that's because our aerial's buggered, and we um, <laughs> we haven't for ages. So watch the grand final on my phone. We're, we're, <laughs> year. we're year. blessed not to have a lot of those influences, but the average person is fed a lot of information. And the biggest influencer in our house, Elsa, Queen of the Ice. <laughs> Easily. That's why we're so happy and like to sing. <laughs> <laughs> But you're 100% spot on. Like, you only, you know, and, like, I don't notice it as much with regular TV because we don't notice regular TV. But as soon... Yeah, but, you know, like, I watch a lot of sport. Sports gambling. And I think, like, it kills me. You know, like, every time, oh, this person have 20 touches for three... Like, and, you know, like, I think you don't really notice it until you're watching it, and especially until you're watching it with kids, and you're always like, what are they seeing? Like, it's so normalised. The Brownlow, my God, it is a gambling event. Forget about the actual award. It's the most boring night in the year, but it's like it's all about, oh, this person needs this, yeah. any votes. And, like, it's exactly the same with food. Like, you commented on it watching the cricket, how many KFC ads oh or, gosh, you know, like, yeah, Macca's ads. and Yeah, the sponsors. Jeez. It's out of control. It's huge. Speaking of ads, my favourite, the Google one, where he's like, Google, what is a blinder? Remember with his little girl? Yeah, that is a cute one. Phenomenal. Ben's, Ben's a bit soft now. He has children. Oh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Take off that rugged exterior and I'm a teddy bear underneath. Uh, they know it. Yeah. That's all our questions. You got anything Beautiful. Anything to add? No. No? No, looking forward to seeing everyone. Yeah, hopefully this time next week we're, well, we're not throwing the doors open, but we're getting ready to throw the doors open. Yeah. Scrubbing the place up real nice. I know. Emma and yeah. I are very excited for the clean. Oh, you are? Yeah. I'll just sit in the corner and suck ben, my thumb ben, then, ben, ben doesn't get excited about cleaning, in case anyone hasn't noticed. That's because I'm sane of mind. Mm, okay. Yep. Um, yeah, can't wait to have you all in our space and hope to speak to you soon. Okay. What? No, I just got to my mind's in the gutter. Anyway. Oh. <laughs> All right. See you next week, guys. Bye.